Hello. Welcome to the Jam Room Podcast. Uh, welcome back, if you've listened before. Um, you're with me, Scott. And I hope you've all had a great week out there. Uh, it's been a busy one. Uh, happy Halloween to everybody. I hope you found a way to celebrate, no matter where you are in the world, whatever kind of restrictions you have. But I hope you did something. I carved a pumpkin and chucked it out on the on the verge with a candle in it and uh, had plenty of chocolate for the trick-or-treaters. Last year we had plenty to the point where I had to run down to the shops and stock up on more candy uh, halfway through the evening. But um, this year, yeah, it wasn't as much, which is uh, kind of left me in a situation I um, went ahead and bought way too much. And so I've got probably ugh, well over 100 fun-sized candy bars left over. So uh, that'll last me the rest of the year, I'm sure. But I hope you did something to try and celebrate. I tried to set the mood a little bit here at home. I chucked on a uh, Halloween playlist to see if that was any good. There's, um, there's a couple of songs you expect to hear over, over Halloween, hey? Um, you need to have the Monster Mash at some point. Uh, the theme song from Ghostbusters, maybe Thriller. Uh, but I just went to Spotify and chucked in the whatever was the highest rated Halloween playlist of Halloween songs. They said they were. It wasn't Halloween party. It was Halloween songs. Uh, so I was trying my hardest to pick up what theme they were really going for. But uh, if you listen to the same uh, same playlist, if you happen to try and set the mood the same way I did, uh, you might have been just as confused as I was. There's, um, like I said, certain songs that you definitely want to hear in a Halloween playlist. But there's uh, things that are so loose... In the definition of uh, what constitutes like a horror theme or some kind of tie to Halloween, like I get that the Rocky Horror Picture Show is called the Rocky Horror Picture Show, but I don't know if the Time Warp is necessarily a Halloween song. That confused me a little bit, and then uh, <laughs> later in the evening, kind of started descending into this sort of. Um, 90s, I don't even want to really want to call it hip hop, just the 90s rap, like the white guy, goofy ass rap sort of stuff. And again, I realize that every now and then someone might dress up as an alien. I don't know if we need to hear the Men in Black soundtrack performed by Will Smith for Halloween. It's not a spooky song at all, that's, that's it. So, I don't know, it got me thinking. If you were to design like a Halloween playlist, would it be sort of creepy sounding songs that aren't necessarily about Halloween stuff or is it anything that has something to do with Halloween? So for instance, that Men in Black theme song, someone happens to dress as a, an alien, all of a sudden it's relevant. But I don't really know about that. That seems a bit bit too loose. You don't, you don't have uh, theme songs from like uh, the Incredibles being played just because people dress up as the Incredibles. And uh, same with just uh, things being like about like ghosts. Like no one's playing Unchained Melody or whatever the fuck that song's name is just because it's a theme song from Ghost. So I don't know. What do you guys reckon? Uh, let us know what, what really constitutes a, a Halloween playlist. Because I was getting confused by this one. I was having a lot of fun with it. There was a lot of 
great songs and I don't mind listening to these things, but uh, I don't really, really know what's going on. Also, back to the theme song ideas, the, the Ghostbusters theme song. First of all, it's a banging song. It's one of the best theme songs I've ever heard for a, for a movie. Um, still holds up kind of these days. Uh, <laughs> I was listening to it, and um, as we all know, words have uh, you know gathered certain meanings and been used in different ways over time. If you all hear the Ghostbusters thing, uh, there is a point in it where he has the line, Bustin' makes me feel good. And well, the way we use that term these days, like Bustin' a nut, first of all, it's probably the most relatable lyric in the entire song, but it's kind of inappropriate, I reckon, um, especially for a kid's song, which it essentially is, because it's fairly childish in, in nature for the rest of it. Until he breaks out with the Bustin' makes me feel good. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's a little bit oh, well, on the nose. Anyway, that's just my thoughts of that. But uh, we had plenty of trick-or-treaters come around, even though it wasn't as much as last year. And, you know, it's always fun with the kids all dressing up and everybody at least made an effort this year in my neighborhood. Probably had 20, 30 kids come by over the, over the evening. Um... Obviously, here in Perth, we don't have any corona restrictions or anything like that. People are free to dress up as things that don't require masks. Don't really know what it was like in your neck of the woods, but for us, it was fine. It was back to normal. Just not quite as much as it was last year, I guess. The weather was fine, but uh, yeah, I was having fun with the kids, you know, cracking stupid jokes along the way, trying to... Um, Trying to confuse them a little bit. I kept on, like, misidentifying what they were dressed up as, even though it was completely obvious, you know? The kid would come back, like, hey, it's Batman. And he's obviously dressed as Spider-Man. The kid would get confused. I kept calling or referring to every fat kid as Chris Farley, but they just didn't get it. Um, but whatever. <laughs> anyway, I hope you had a great Halloween. Had some fun. Um, the day before... October, October 30th was uh, the re release of uh, the new Pussifer album, uh, whatever it's called. Uh, hope you listened to it. I certainly did. I can't believe I can't remember the name of this song. Uh, it's something Reckoning. But anyway, Existential Reckoning. That's it. Uh, listen to it. What an album. I tried to make a whole Friday out of it. So I listened to the album while I was hanging out in the morning. Um, had a friend round to uh, to hang out and we were going to record a little acoustic cover of an old Pussifer song and chuck it up on this on this episode for you. Uh, we had some fun, we recorded or whatever, but uh, we were kind of stumbling our way around the song just trying to remember it the way we thought it went. And uh, uh, when it came time to do the final take, the one we actually nailed, and it sounded really great. I may or may not have remembered to press record. So uh, we might try and do it again this week or something and chuck it up next episode, but we'll see how that goes. I don't really know. Um, might have missed the boat on that one. That, uh, that train might have sailed. Uh, but whatever, we had a lot of fun. I had a, I'd purchased a ticket to the live event for Pussifer. That was happening uh, Friday evening, 
or so I thought. Turns out that was LA time, so that was 4 a.m. Saturday morning. And uh, so my afternoon was kind of ruined. Listened to the album a few times and, you know, garnered certain thoughts about it. However, the next day, which is Halloween, after all those shenanigans that uh, had passed, I, um, I chucked it on and Jesus Christ. If you get a chance, I don't know if it's going to be released at some point, but that was a show and a half. That was so good to watch. If if you're a fan of um, just kind of, like, I would say experimental music, sort of, um, you'll enjoy this. And if you like anything about Maynard and the stuff he does with Tool or A Perfect Circle, then you, you'll love this. If you just love fucking cool absolutely fresh sounding music check it out it's an absolute banger of a show um so they filmed out the desert somewhere like the the cinematics were incredible the lighting was awesome it starts in the dead of night and they play through all their tracks and by the end of the fucking show the sun's rising and they finish off their set to the sunrise and um just comes full circle it was a fucking cool cool show you really get respect for what they're doing musically um there's a couple of things that were fucking incredible about that album uh some of the the standout songs for me was um bullet train to iowa that was one of the coolest songs i've heard in a long time i've had it on repeat for ages it's one of these songs that and i guess the whole album's kind of like this there's no real chorus to it but there's hooks all the way through so you kind of get this sense that it's definitely a song, but it's breaking like the idea of um, a predictable structure, you know, verse, chorus, and, and all that sort of shit, um, which is kind of archaic these days, but it's a trope that people play to, but uh, not in this album. It's uh, structurally all over the shop, and it's fucking incredible. Definitely give it a, uh, a good listen. There's um, kind of a new genre being born with what they're doing there. And I got to tell you, the fucking guitar tones were sick. When I was watching this, um, I think it was Matt Mitchell on guitar, and he, um, he has this wicked, fresh, twangy-sounding, like, transparent overdrive, um, killer, killer licks, killer riffs all the way through the album. And, uh, you know, when I was listening to it before I saw the live show, I... I was like, oh, that's got to be like some kind of single coil telly or something like that that's making that beautiful fucking twang. But nah, see him on stage. He's using like some fucking headless Steinberger guitar. And it sounds amazing. Who would have thought, hey? It's fucking awesome. Uh, another good song was um, Fake a Front. That's a, that's a wicked track. Check that one out. Um, but overall, the, the whole album just seems to flow so well. And there's just, there's moments... You know, peppered all the way through that. Give it a, a fucking good listen. Anyway, um, all that stuff aside, back to the episode. Uh, like I said, I was going to show you guys a little recording um, of an acoustic cover with me and my friend John, who's a vocalist. Uh, we were going to cover Mama Said, and, uh, and we did, but it didn't record correctly. Let's just put it that way. Let's just say there was a technical error somewhere in the afternoon on Friday, and uh, so I've got to think of what I'm going to show you guys this, this week, 
And I thought I'd show you something a bit Halloween themed in terms of a ghost of a song. So this is a song that uh, is from a band that no longer exists. Uh, so that's the weak ass connection I made to, to Halloween, but it is what it is. So this is a song from uh, the first band that I was in with Liam. And as you know, Liam plays in all the Jam Room episodes. And uh, in some of those episodes was also Patrick playing drums. And um, so the story is, I like, well, let me take it back. This is a uh, 2005-ish, I think. I um, I was I was uh, teaching guitar at a place, and I met Patrick. Um, asked if we wanted to start a little band together, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, cool." I had a friend playing bass, um, and he had a friend playing guitar, Liam. And so we all turned up to our first jam, found some singer, and. Uh, the rest is kind of history. So we never quite settled on a singer. We went in and out. We never quite got lyrics and vocals down to all these tracks, but we kept writing. Um, nothing ever happened with this band. Never got on stage. Uh, just died after a few years. Um, but we recorded a couple of tracks along the way. And um, I'm going to show you guys uh, one of them. Uh, and again, I guess this is another little time with a horror theme. Uh, the name of the band is the Coco Chi. And uh, we called it that because of uh, a moment uh, just pulled over super high in a car, all quiet, everybody kind of zoned out, and somebody, I think it was Mitch, our bass player, started doing the, the Freddy Krueger fucking just trying to trip everybody out. We all kind of joined in and started jamming it. It was like, oh, holy shit, we're jamming the Coco Chi. And so that became the band name. So that might be another Halloween reference. Who knows? Uh, anyway, this is a little track. Uh, it's got no name. It's got no vocals. Again, if you want to submit your own or, you know, have anything played on this podcast, make sure you reach out. You can uh, hit me up at scott at thejamroom.com.au um, or on Twitter, which is at jamroompodcast. And if you hit me up, I'll, I'll respond. I'll check it out and we can see what we can do. Uh, anyway, this is an old song from the Coco Chi, which has Patrick and Liam, who are the cast of characters that you remember from this, as uh, well as our bass player, Mitch. Um, like I said, we recorded this 2006, maybe, we recorded this, uh, but since then, Liam's retracked some of the stuff to make it sound a little bit better. Uh, so, I hope you enjoy. Have fun, guys, and I'll see you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs>